What's up, youth? It's Pastor Aaron. Stoked for you guys to listen to this message. Check it out. So, good morning. I, um, before I speak, I always go for a hike or a walk just to make sure that I have clarity in what I'm going to be speaking about and what um, God wants me talking on. So this morning I went for a walk and I was expecting some sun, like an amazing sunrise or something, because normally I do. <laughs> I was sadly mistaken. It was overcast this morning. But what I did hear was birds and they were loud. And as I was listening to them, I thought of Luke 12, and this is what it says, and I don't know if anybody needs this. This is not in my notes, so the verse is not going to be up on the screen. Um, Then he said to his disciple, therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, nor about your body, what you will put on. Life is more than food, and the body is more than clothing. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow or weep, which have neither storehouse or barn, and God feeds them. How much more valuable, or how much more value um, are you than the birds? And which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? If you then are not able to do the least, why are you anxious for the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither tail nor spin, and yet I say to you, even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Then God so clothes the grass, which today is in the field and tomorrow is thrown into the oven. How much more will he clothe you? Oh, you, a little faith. And I don't know if anybody needed to hear that, but God has you. He's going to take care of you. And today, um, and I just want to let you guys know that I'm going through a season of healing, and um, it's not the easiest time. And I don't know if all of you know Mackenzie, the youth leader here, but she's amazing. And she was telling me, she said, it's like, God's putting you through a pruning season, and pruning is painful because he's clipping things off of you, and with that, the next season is growth, and then from that, more fruit will come, and it just spoke so much to me because that's exactly what I feel like, like I'm in the pruning season, so I'm excited for the growth season, and if you don't know me, I'm a youth leader here. I've served here for many years, and um Today, I am speaking on Jesus, Prince of Peace, Redeemer, King of Kings, and Lord of Lords. My first point is Prince of Peace. In Isaiah 9, 6 says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and government will be upon his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I looked this up in my reference Bible, and this is what it says. In a time of darkness, God promised to send a light who would shine on everyone living in the shadows of death. The whole message of hope was fulfilled in the birth of Jesus and the establishment of his eternal kingdom. John 14, 27 says, 
Peace I leave you, my peace I give to you. Not as this world gives do I give to you. Let your heart not be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Here's the thing, we have no control over anything in our lives that is beyond us. You can, the way somebody responds to you or reacts to you is out of our control. Getting a doctor's diagnosis is out of our control. Hearing about an accident or something unpleasant is out of our complete control. Anything beyond our bodies is out of our control. And things are coming at us consistently. I can tell you so many times in my life where troubles have come. And it is at the feet of Jesus where I get my peace. There was a time recently, I'm divorced, and this last summer we decided we're going to sell our home. Then I decided I was ready to walk through that. And I had to make this decision and put a lot of things I was working on on hold. And with the uncertainty of actually finding a place to live, it was a very tough decision. It was really scary. But I can tell you there were times where it was so bad selling. I'm going to tell you, this house sale was so bad. It was the worst experience. I've sold homes before. This was the worst experience you could ever possibly ask for. It was to the point that both of our bathrooms were ripped out for over a month. We were running around trying to find a place to shower, and I don't know about all of you, but I like my showers. I could shower three four times a day. I'll take a shower just to take a shower. I like my showers. So it was very hard for me. Thankfully, there's the spa I work at does have a shower. So when somebody's shower wasn't open, we would go there. But it was horrible. Everything about it was horrible. And I kept questioning, did I make the wrong decision? And I had to step out when it was, what I think of is when the disciples were on the boat and there was a storm that came, and the winds rose, and the waves were crashing. It says it was crashing over the boat, is what the word says. And Jesus was asleep on cushions, and they ran over to Jesus. They're like, teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? Jesus woke up. He calmed the wind, calmed the storm. Waves stopped. And then he addressed his disciples, and he said to them, do you still have no faith? And that's the thing is, where's our faith? And they were so astonished that he calmed the wind and calmed the storms, but that's what Jesus does. He brings the peace. And when I allow my heart to be troubled and when I have worry in my heart, it's like I'm in the dark grabbing for something. I'm grabbing for that peace. But it's at Jesus's feet where I find my peace. And um, while everything was falling apart and what the world was telling me about where I was going to live and how it was all going to work out, it was like God was saying, hold on, my daughter. You're going to walk through this and you're going to be okay. And while you're walking through it, my son, the Prince of Peace, is going to be with you. And the Holy Spirit is going to be guiding you. I'm going to move in your favor is what was really going on. But when the times when I was looking around at the storms and listening to what people said and my eyes weren't focused on God, it was like that moment when Jesus was walking on the water and it was Peter who stepped out of the boat. 
And he started walking, and then all of a sudden he started sinking because he realized what was going on. And then Jesus grabbed him. So when we're in storms and stuff, it's so important to refocus on Jesus. You, we need to know what the word says about our situations. We need to have a firm foundation on Jesus Christ because that's where our peace is. And you may ask me how I know this. I can tell you for a fact my walk with Jesus shows it. But above and beyond that brings me to my second point, and that's Redeemer. And I am going to tell you what the definition of Redeemer is. Jesus is also our Redeemer. And here's what it means. Compensation for the faults or bad aspects of something. To gain or regain possession of something in exchange for payment. To be redeemed is free from captivity by payment of ransom. To help overcome something detrimental. To release from blame or debt. To clear. To understand what was done at the cross for me was so humbling to me. That was the most humbling day of my life. I lived my life 21 years for me and what this world had to offer. When I turned 21, I hit rock bottom, and that's where I met Jesus. And 21 years, I had one enemy, and that was God. When I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I then had a different enemy, and that's the devil. And there are days where I have to wake up and remind him that I am a child of God, that Jesus died on the cross and crushed him. Three days later, he rose, and because of Jesus, he has no power over me. And sometimes I have to remind him of that. And I'm going to tell you what First um, Peter 1, 18 through 19 says, Knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of, Jesus, of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot. God sent his son to save us. He made a way to heaven for us. He made a way for us to stand before God. The crazy part is, is he was so, he was beaten to being unrecognizable. And the crazy part to me is God does not intrude on us. He does not make us believe. It's our choice. We get to choose if we believe in Jesus Christ and accept him as our Lord and Savior, or we reject him. We get to choose heaven or hell. That, to me, is crazy. He sent his only son for us, and we're the ones who get to choose that. There is a song that I love, and the lyrics are so precious. It's called, the song is called Son of Suffering. And some of the words, it goes, my, um, it says, your cross, my freedom, your stripes, my healing. Praise God. King Jesus, glory to God in heaven. Your blood still speaking. Your love still reaching. Here's the thing. Jesus redeemed us. He is the ultimate sacrifice. Once you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, nothing can separate you from the love of God.
Here's my question. Why would anybody want anything else or anything different? I'm going to tell you there was times when I first became a, crush, a Christian, I questioned my value. I, quest, I questioned my worth. I didn't know who I was quite yet in Jesus. And that is the worst place anybody can be. And if you're in that place, I'm asking you to talk to Pastor Aaron, Pastor Luke, one of the youth leaders here. Because when you're in that place questioning, the enemy can start messing with your thoughts a little bit and start getting you to question more. It's almost like you're in this captivity thing. And the thing is, is you are set free because of what Jesus did. And you don't have to be there. You can move on from there. Um, and here's some truths that I want you guys to understand. You were redeemed by the blood of Jesus. The truth is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, is for you. And if he's for you, who can be against you? Jesus crushed the enemy so that we get the victory. Jesus took the cross so we have a way to heaven and access to the Father. You are sons and daughters of the Most High. You are not a slave to fear. This one I love. You were chosen by Christ before the foundation of this world. You were thought of. You are not of this world. As a matter of fact, you are a citizen of heaven. You are seated in Christ in heavenly places. And I don't really fully understand what that means, but I'm going to receive that. I'm definitely going to take that. You are a temple of God. You are delivered from darkness. You are a child of the light. And there is so much more. I am asking you, do not let this world dictate who you are. Get in the word and find out what God has to say about you. I am also asking you to surround yourself with friends and people in your life that are so secure in Jesus that they are not threatened by you moving on and succeeding and doing more with your life because they are so rooted in Jesus, they know God's got blessings for them. Do not let people in your life that are going to kick you while you're down. You need people in your life that are so connected with God that when you need correction, they're doing it with the heart of God, and you know that that's right and that it's truth. Do not settle for anything else. And I'm going to also let you know that there's a prayer that I pray often in my life, and it's this simple. It's, Father God, I ask in the name of Jesus, weed out the people that do not belong in my life, and please bring in the people that do belong in my life. And there were times where I stood alone, and there were times where I did a lot of things on my own because God was weeding people out and bringing in the right people. And it was in those times that I discovered where my foundation is and where my faith is. And it is always at the feet of Jesus. It's always found in the cross. And my final point is King of Kings and Lords of in Lord of Lords. I'm going to read a lot of this because it's mostly scripture. 
Revelation 19.16 says, And he has on his robe and on his thigh written, King of King and Lord of Lords. And Revelation 17.14 says, This will make this will make war. Oh, these will make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb will overcome them, for he is Lord of Lords and King of Kings. And those who are with him are called chosen and faithful. This means everything will bow down before Jesus. And I want to be called chosen and faithful. I want to be with Jesus. That's what I want. <clears throat> and then Ephesians 1, 19 through 21 says, And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion. And every name that is named, not only in this age, but in which is to come. And that is amazing to me. Because the word alone stands. I don't really have to say anything more than what is written here. It's amazing. Jesus has authority over everything. There's nothing in your life that is going on that he does not have authority over. It's where you put your faith and where your foundation is that matters. Things will always be out of control. The question is, is where does your help come from? Because we need Jesus. But here's the thing, and this isn't in my notes either. This is, this is something I was thinking about this morning and probably last night. There was a moment before Jesus took the cross. It was the night before. And he kept asking his disciples to pray for him. And they kept falling asleep. And he kept going, can you not stay awake and pray? But there was a moment where he was asking the father, does this have to happen? But if it does, let it be your will. The thing is, is it says that Jesus was under so much pressure that his, he was sweating blood. The night before he took the cross, he knew what was going to happen. He was under so much pressure that there was droplets of blood coming out in his sweat. And that is so much pressure. I looked it up. It is so much stress on your body. So he knew what was going to happen. He was sitting there asking the father, does this have to happen? If so, let your will be done. And he laid his life down for us. He knew what was going to happen, but he chose to do the will of the Father. And that right there says everything about who Jesus is. And he died for us. He took upon our sins so that we have access to the Father. I just hope that you understand your value. You are not bought with anything this world can offer you. You cannot pay for it. You cannot earn it. You have to receive it. And it is the precious blood of Jesus that saves us. And I just hope that you hear that this morning. And 
Jesus has many, many names, and I'm just speaking on Redeemer, Prince of Peace, and King of Kings, Lord of Lords. And I hope you hear the heart of God and how much you are truly, truly loved. And if you're struggling with anything, I ask that you ask you speak to Luke or Pastor Aaron or one of our leaders. Because the thing is, and if you haven't done so yet, I'm asking you, today's a great day to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you haven't already, it's the perfect day for it. And all you have to do is confess your sins to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you came down. You took my sins. You took the cross. Three days later, you rose and you're seated at the right hand of the Father. Pray the sinner's prayer in your heart. Just ask him into your heart. Ask him to be Lord of lords and king of kings over your life. And ask him to guide you. He so will. And this is a perfect day to do that. And if you do do that... Tell a leader or Pastor Luke, let them pray for you today. And um, I'm just going to close us out in prayer. Father God, thank you so much for this day. I ask that they hear how much they are loved and that they receive that. I ask that you go before us this week and just bless this week. In Jesus' name, pray and ask. Hope you guys got a ton out of that message. I know I did. If you want to connect with us here at The Rock Youth, follow us on Instagram at The Rock Church YTH. Subscribe to us on YouTube or Spotify by searching The Rock YTH or text The Rock Youth MS or The Rock Youth HS to 33222 for texting updates on everything going on at The Rock Youth. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast feed. See you next time.